at 18, left and went to Memphis State. Okay. It was Memphis State and graduated from Memphis State in 1973. The president was Cecil Humphreys. Wow. From Paris, Tennessee. So how cool is all that the way it works out? Yeah, we need to have that in here. Oh, sure. So, uh, okay, I'm just going to start it, and then you guys just announce the show, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go in. Hello, everyone. My name is Dan Jackson. And this is James Bree. We are our local is politics. Politics made simple and easy to understand. Politics uh, and local issues for rural Americans, rural West Tennessee, and Paris, Tennessee. And today we have a great show for you. We are honored enough to have the first female mayor of Paris, Tennessee, Miss Kathy Ray, and she is going to just tell us a little bit about herself today. Um, we just want to thank her for coming out of her schedule. We want to make sure that she has a, a very positive start uh, to her leadership role here in Paris, Tennessee. So, Miss Kathy Ray. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to be here. It's just an honor for you to invite me. I appreciate it so much. Well, we wanted to, I mean, it's important to us. I mean, uh, James brought it up. Like, we've got got a a first uh, woman mayor, and we've got, you know, two other women on the city commission. They're the majority now. Yeah, the majority. Yeah. You said that. I'm like, no, we don't. It was was amazing. And I'm like, yes, we do. I I got excited almost like, hey. You know, uh, she won. And so I was just so excited to kind of get out. And kind of try to talk to her because I did not know her uh, from any other things uh, and everything. But she kind of just came out of nowhere and nobody seen it. And next thing it's like, we got one. I'm like, whoa. And it was amazing uh, to me. And I was just hoping that she'd come and share her and story. And Kim Foster is uh, our, our, our city manager. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a mayor and vice mayor. We are, we, right? are, we are very strong. Um, strong female, women here. Female-led, uh, in the South. In the South. <laughs> so they love it. Uh, but yeah, no, we thought we do. We just want you to tell your story. Uh, we, some folks, I mean, you know, a lot of folks are new, like you mm-hmm. just said, moving into Paris. Mm-hmm. Don't know who you are, and and I know I happen to know that that you're from here, and your father was was my dentist back Lots in the day. Folks had the wow. best best comic books <laughs> ever. <laughs> I, I, I think it's how I learned not to be afraid of. Not to be afraid of a dentist. I'm, I've never had the dentist phobia that other people have. But he hid the needle, too. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. It, was a, it was a great technique. Of course, everyone knew what was behind his back. Yeah, yeah. But did. you didn't see it. It was. It was. It was I, I'll never forget it. I, yeah. it was my, he was well, my dentist. thank you so a, much. As and a I. very young, like five, six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, tell us, tell us about you. Tell us how your story started. Well, uh, you know I'm from here. Okay. Grew up here. Um Loved and adored my father. He was my dentist, too. Um, went to, graduated, by the way, the first graduating class of Henry County High School. Just, no, don't don't calculate okay, those years. We're not adding. <laughs> and then I uh, went to Memphis to go to Memphis State University. Okay. And that's what it was, Memphis State. And so um, graduated. What did you study when you went to Memphis State? Well, I started out in pre-med. My okay. father thought that I wanted to take over his dental Can we say Dr. Calicut? I don't think we ever said that. No, we didn't. Dr. Calicut. Dr. Okay. Tim Calicut was my dad. Thank you. And uh, so he thought I would enjoy that. I loved chemistry. Mm-hmm. So it was easy for me to major in chemistry. And so that's what I started okay. out in. I did not end up in it. You I didn't will think you'd tell be in politics? You. Well, 
I just thought that I didn't really want to look down somebody's throat all my <laughs> life. And my dad loved it, and he was great at it. Mm -hmm. And so when I got to third year chemistry, I hated the carbon atom. Anybody right. who knows anything about chemistry understands uh, the value of a carbon atom, and I decided then, mm -mm, I think okay. I'm going to change to something else. So, oh, um, man, you just blew my mind with that. <laughs> so, I don't know anything about the carbon atom. <laughs> all right, well, that would be organic chemistry, and it all involves the carbon atom. Okay. But uh, anyway, so I moved to uh, sociology, psychology okay. side of arts. I ended up getting a degree in uh, Bachelor of Arts degree. Oh, and from there, in those years, it was not easy to find jobs, and I ended up walking in a bank and applying for a management position. Okay. So I went into a management this position. Memphis, this or? is in Memphis. Went into management, and which was a great program. You literally go through all the departments of the bank. Mm -hmm. Ended up in branch management for the bank, and I worked for Jake Butcher. No oh wow, Jake! Well, that's Butcher. another that's another you know show. No, I don't. Oh, <laughs> that's another yeah, that show. Is all, that's <laughs> a show. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, that'd be part two. <laughs> oh, um, so that being said, after five years there, I said, "Gotta find a job quickly." Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, I applied for a position with Maybelline. Okay. Maybelline Headquarters Consumer Operations is in Memphis, Tennessee. I did not know that. And, well, it isn't now because it was sold, but that's another part of the story. But anyway, so um, I went to work there, and I had I was one of the only females in the company at a management level, and I had 40 to 60-year-old men wow. working for me. It was tough. That was hard. Wow, it, you, what were you, like 29 or? Yes, 28. Like that? Yeah. I was 28. The man who hired me was 62 and a very smart man. But in those years, if you made a credit decision on a Kmart corporate, for example, right. going into all their stores, it was a handshake. Oh. Now, that was a long time ago, but yeah. we really used to all do business yeah. with a handshake until Kmart went bankrupt in those years, Ben Franklin went bankrupt, and everybody right. started losing a lot of money. Because that handshake didn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. So what my role was to basically bring all of the men up to where they needed to be to do business at a financial level. Right. So I had a lot of fun doing it. A lot of pushback. Oh, absolutely. But you know what? I figured out real quick what was wrong with him and what was wrong with him and why don't you like me. Mm -hmm. And I just sat down with my boss and I said, I want a one-on-one -on -one with everybody. This is not, I don't want the team doing this together mm -hmm. because what he needs is not what he needs. Right. So I may, I ended up making, y'all are going to laugh at this, but I ended up making each one of them their own individual cheat sheets. Mm -hmm. yeah, so when they reviewed a customer's financials, they would look, they knew a lot about everything. Right. But there were weaknesses in some of it. So that's all I, I worked on. I just brought, they did great on everything. There's no need to talk to me about that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to help you do these other things. Right. So that is kind of how I won everybody's trust in me mm -hmm. by working through that. So that lasted 18 years. Wow. And I moved up and I moved up and I moved up. And then L'Oreal of Paris bought not Paris, Tennessee. Right, right. <laughs> L'Oreal of Paris bought Maybelline. Okay. 
and okay. my job went to New York City. Wow. Now, I had been in a career, and that was going to be my career, and my husband was in a career, and he had been in that career 15 years, and we sat down and talked about things and prayed about things mm -hmm. and said, I don't want to move to New York City. It's too far from all of my family in Paris. Right. And he's from the Gulf Coast, so it's even oh, further for him. Yeah. So as it turns out, um, we made the decision to move to Paris. So what are you going to do? We already owned property at the lake area mm -hmm. that we were going to retire into. Right. So we ended up uh, moving there because we already had a house. Larry moved in 94. I moved in 1995. And I stayed to sell the house, and then I still worked for Maybelline six months, oh. telling them, you can't get there from here. <laughs> I literally would have to drive to Memphis yeah. to fly out. If I could have driven to Nashville or anywhere else, it would have been better. But because of the corporate situation, right. we had to go there. But I will tell you, may I tell you one story Please, about Maybelline? Yeah. Well, the, you know, people find this so interesting, but it was a great career and a great company. Uh, started by Abe Plow, a great philanthropist in Memphis area, and he sold Plow Incorporated, his company, merged. He did not sell. He merged with Shearing uh, Pharmaceuticals. Oh, P-L-O-U-G-H. P-L-O-U-G-H, yeah, yes. Yeah, so yeah. it became Shearing Plow. So Shearing Plow owned Maybelline in the years that I was there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would meet Mr. Plow coming down the hallway. and You knew if you walked out of your office, you better know the answer to everything. Because yeah. when he asked a question, he already knew the answer. Mm -hmm. And he was a little short man, and he was just full of energy. And he'd go, Kathy, what are the sales this morning? And I'm like, da 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 He goes, yes. That's what I want to hear. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I never knew what the question would be. You know, do we have many returns this week? Da -da 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 -da. You mm -hmm. know, and I'm like, so, you know, it was like you just had to regroup the minute you saw him at a distance. Okay, what, what do I What's he going to ask? Which question? You know, but it was a great company. But one day... Sam's Wholesale Club opened in Memphis, the first one. Okay. Part of Walmart. Right. Walmart was already our customer. And so um, we had an invitation as a vendor in all of their uh, Walmart stores to come to the opening and meet Sam Walton. So four suits arrived from New Jersey to go with me. And so we're standing in line and this little short man comes running up to me. Oh, Kathy, 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 <laughs> you've got to come with me and meet my friends. And I'm going, oh, these people don't know this man is Kimmons Wilson, who started all of the Holiday Inns in the world. Oh. And they don't know who he is. And I just look and said, you're going this way. <laughs> so we go all the way around this line, right down front to Sam Walton. Holy cow. Wow. And, and he goes, Sam, you got to meet my friend Kim. <laughs> and I'm going, this didn't just happen, yeah, but it, it did. So we're on, you know, and we're standing there talking, and he talked and he talked and he talked. Great man, just as all the stories you you have heard about him. And he looked at the guys from New Jersey and said, let me just tell you something. You send her every time, and you got all Sam's and Walmart. Wow. That sounds <laughs> and we left. Yeah. Well, we left, and in the car, we're going back to the office, and they're going, okay, She's got to have a plane. She's got to have... <laughs> so there was a plane at the Memphis airport when Sam called. Wow. I just picked up the phone, called the pilot, said, meet you at the airport. Wow. And, Ouch. and I can't... Good. Because if he called, I was the one that went. It didn't matter what it was. Wow. That is Think true. about that, Paris. And now she's ours. <laughs> <laughs> she's our mayor. Yeah. She's ours. Well, it was just a lot of fun. And, you know, to that point, one of my strengths in my whole life is networking with people. And, and that's what I was going to say. It seemed like you're an outstanding problem 
um, solver. Um, it seems like you don't have a problem taking a seat back to look at it and humble yourself because, you know, like you started off, uh, you were a boss. You didn't have to go in there and work out. No. But, then, but you took the time out to sit down individually uh, with somebody. And I think that's outstanding to have in leadership and especially to have it here um, in Paris because you think about the same way that you dealt with those problems there. Uh, we believe that that's how she would deal with uh, what's best for our city. You know, so it makes me feel confident. Well, thank you so uh, much. To have you. Not, not that my little opinion means anything. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Everyone's opinion means something. Yeah. There you but go. You, you've been on Lobster, though, a long in Paris a long time. You, you 95 left. was when I moved. Yeah, you moved back in 95. Mm-hmm. I probably got to know you probably around 2003, 2004. First bank, maybe. Yeah, and I was doing the chamber years. stuff. Yeah, chamber. Time. I was on board. So, you know, um, I was and, you were, the, and you were working for First Bank, right? So, I was also the first female manager for First Bank downtown. Oh, you know, okay. it's interesting when somebody says you're the first mayor. I really forgotten. And <laughs> I just I was a vice bank. president there, so you know, I was I just forgotten. You know, I was just thinking about all the first, and somebody says you're the first mayor, and I'm thinking first, <laughs> first, <laughs> again, first. You know, but um, you know, that's a that's a very humbling thing. But going back to being at First Bank. Um, Maybelline was my first retirement. I did. I was vested. I didn't get to retire, even though you know I'm right. not old enough to retire. So um, then I went. You know, went back on my marketing, financial background, mm-hmm. looking for work here. So I didn't have to retire. Right. But then my uh, second retirement was First Bank, and in 2013, um, I retired from First Bank just because I wanted to. Um, give all of my time to the Downtown Paris Association. I had been through all the chairs, president two or three times, mm-hmm. and one day I just looked at my husband and I said, I'm going in and retire tomorrow. I'll give Troy 90 days, you know, he'll be <laughs> all right with it. He looked at me and he goes, why? And I said, because I want to, mm-hmm. you know. So I wanted to, uh, I was very involved in our downtown and uh, had a lot of things in mind mm-hmm. that I was able to accomplish right. in, you know, is that what led you to run for mayor? Oh, let me ask you, let me rephrase that. Uh, did you go into it running for mayor or just to be part of the council? No, I just went in it to be on the team as mm-hmm. part of the as part of city commissioners because you know, actually I, if you want to hear that story, I'll be glad to share that with you <laughs> on how it all started. But you already know the story. Before uh, before you do that though, um, let's talk about downtown. Let's yes. talk about BBA, because you were yes. A big part of the, the downtown business association for uh well i took it a out good, of a business association yeah. because it was yeah, it was dba for the right for forever it was so, kind of it kind of just was like it was just uh, downtown businesses you know it was just, just downtown businesses mm-hmm. and they're busy yeah they're you know yeah, most downtown businesses small businesses yeah. limited in time limited right. in, in personnel uh, and yeah people. Oh, could you explain to us who may not understand what you did uh, you said you changed it from. Why did you change it? What did you change? Well, it the to? downtown business association involved the businesses in downtown footprints. Okay. I changed it to the downtown Paris Association. Okay. Where downtown belongs to everyone in this community. Oh. But I took it to a nonprofit corporation. Good so deal. it became a nonprofit, and we operated it that way. And Okay. And yeah. uh, it, well, I, I will say this: um, a big part of, I think now of people coming into our community, is the downtown area. And I know you're you're no, you're not going to take credit for oh. you know 
all the all it the improvements and stuff that's happened down there. But that is a big thing now uh, when when with the outgrowth out of out of Nashville, you know, you we don't really think about it, but the the people that have moved into Nashville from out of state are are pushing people that were living in the uh, outer communities from Nashville. They're pushing them to find, you know, they they want to live in a they still want to live in a small town, mm-hmm. but they're Small town is no longer small town there outside of Nashville. Right. And so there's a lot of people that come here for just to visit and go, look at this beautiful downtown. Right. I mean, this is ideally. We call it the crown you know, jewel of the community. Yeah. Uh, people who come into a downtown and it's vibrant and it's active and it's beautiful and you can tell people love it. Yeah, it's, I mean. It's and, inviting. And I've traveled West Tennessee for the last 30 years and ours is, ours is really has become the, the jewel of of the small towns in, in West Tennessee anyway. And we have had so many stories about folks who just drive through and say, I'm moving here. Mm-hmm. That's bizarre. It yeah. is. I mean, yeah. <laughs> or someone who flies into the airport, takes their shuttle while somebody works on their plane to downtown, mm-hmm. ends up opening a winery yeah. and moves here. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so lots amazing. of good stories about um, our community and our downtown. I noticed early off um, in your run, uh, but if you were willing, what kind of vision do you see uh, going forward with Paris? Well, my purpose is always just to make things the best they can be. And my passion is to make this the best place to work, live, play, and Mm -hmm. everything. And and I I just felt like when I was uh, making the decision to run as a commissioner that I had something to share. I had Mm -hmm. something to offer the team that I've been working with since 2013. I've sat in almost every um, commission meeting as DPA, the Mm -hmm. Downtown Paris Association. Right. So you were familiar with So I was familiar with everything. As a nonprofit, we were blessed to get many grants Mm -hmm. and started the Back Alley Paris Project with those grants. Okay, and that's beautiful work that you guys are doing downtown. And it just, we have 29 murals in our downtown. Mm -hmm. We have people coming from all around the state to see what we do and how we do it. Mm -hmm. Dyersburg sent a crew over here, and they had a $25,000 grant that they were going to spend and did. But they came here to find out, how do you do this? How do you make this happen? What's Mm -hmm. involved? You know, what documentation? What paperwork? What do you do if these buildings are, somebody sells a building? It's I mean, there are so many things to murals. Mm-hmm. And then can you paint that brick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not if it's historic. Really? And uh-huh. we are a historic downtown. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's ever been painted, you can paint it. Right. If not, gotcha. Right. Oh, that's fascinating. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, we want to keep our historic status because that, too, provides grants. Mm-hmm. So that gave me lots to do as the executive director of the downtown Paris Association, <laughs> which I was the first to look at, come to think of it. Really? <laughs> Does first put more pressure on Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Absolutely. My pressure is me. Mm-hmm. I'm my worst when it comes That's to that. <laughs> yeah. With that. Um, the, uh, you know, grants are an extremely important uh, funding mechanism, uh, mechanisms for for a lot of government organizations, uh, schools, mm-hmm. uh, and then and, and uh, government, uh, city governments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's are do you are you one that actually does the grant writing yourself, or do you guys have 
Well, for the city, we Jennifer Morris writes some, Rob Goad writes some. The only grants I have written have been for the Downtown Paris Association, and that's Tennessee Arts Commission grants for the artwork and things like that. Yeah, it's and it's generally, are those federal grants generally, or are they state some grants? Some are federal, some are state. Yeah. I, so I they're just, really they're, uh, they're complicated. Yeah. yeah. You, you need people that know how to do things. You have to take like advantage that. of yes. them. And if you don't take advantage of them, that is opportunity. And, and Rob Gold is great at it. Yeah. You know, he came from That's our industrial development right. uh, coordinator, is that the director? He's, he's the director. He's the director. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. he does a great job with that. And uh, he came from a great group in uh, Martin. Yep. So the development district. And I've worked with everyone there, too. So. Yep. They're good. They're, it's, uh, it's, it's another... Uh, a jewel in our crown is having good folks in that that position. Right. The um, just reviewing year end since I've been mayor. Mm-hmm. For example, um, in 2022, just in the downtown footprint alone, there's been five hundred and eighty thousand dollars in improvements. Wow! Wow! Half a million dollars. Three hundred and sixty-two thousand. And that's through grants, right? No, that's through people. Oh. Grants, everything. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. That's people improving their property, yeah. people buying downtown. That's everything that goes into that. Yeah, it used to be. And just a short time ago, there were a, you know, a tremendous amount of vacant buildings downtown. So it, there has been a, a definitely a groundswell of, uh, of energy. In the footprint, we have restoration. Uh, uh, 12, I believe it's 12 vacant properties right now. They, I mean, it doesn't mean real vacant. It means the building's ready to rent or in the process. Yeah, right. Miss mm-hmm. Mayor, for uh, some of our listeners, could you explain what the footprint is? Well, the footprint, oh, you're going to ask me that. I'm going <laughs> to say, well, the footprint is outside of the square, okay? okay? The downtown area, like it is over to City Hall. It is over to um, Rising Street. It, I mean, there's a whole area, and I don't know the miles on mm-hmm. it because I've just, nobody's ever asked me that. I need to know that. Thank you for asking me that. But um, but it really is just a downtown area of, a, you know, a, a mile or two, okay. something like that. It's kind of like a block right. around it. Like, yeah. Okay. So, Are there any new deals or projects going on in Paris or grants maybe uh, that you could tell us to look forward to that may happen like this year in 23? Well, just hold on and wait. Just hold on and wait. But I will. You've only had how many? You've had like one meeting as mayor. Is that that right? Two. We had December. Okay. Because the minute I was elected, I take over the meeting. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then January. So, and then we have one next week. So. We don't want to overwhelm you. No, it's the first. Well, it is kind of overwhelming. Yeah. But I will tell you, not so much overwhelming as humbling. Mm -hmm. It's such a humbling experience to love this community like I love it. And get to do what I get to do, mm-hmm. because people want me to. Yeah, that is that's a humbling side of all. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're from here, and now you're you're leading the again, leading the, the city here. Mm-hmm. City is very important. City uh, is city, very important. The city of Paris. Uh, we have know, a great it's, brand. It's generally a very efficient, efficiently run uh, government. Can't say enough about Kim Foster, our city yeah. manager. Um, you know when. We're a commission of five people, and we're all, we all work together. We're all a part of the team that makes sure that we do everything to support Kim. She's doing great in everything with our departments. But um, the city manager form of government is a great government, I believe. Mm -hmm. You know, when you think about someone coming in and and they don't know anything about the fire department, 
Well, right. you don't have to know anything about the fire department. You, you will learn because the city manager will help you through that. But it's our job. Right. His right. or his job. Exactly. Her job in, the, in our case. Okay. Now, you know, I got to ask the question because I'm kind of like the question asked. Good. Here. Uh, I don't have any. Well, you know, I got because, to because Daniel's just always so cool and laid back, you know, with everything. Even though he's there. having coffee. Yeah, he's having coffee. Right. I don't know how to hold it back. I'm kind of like all over the, the place. And what I've noticed from you, very humble uh, person, uh, make sure that you always bring in your team, which is great for leadership. So I'm a big fan of servant leadership. Um, and I do see that in you. Uh, but now, just kind of like on a personal, maybe a little selfish uh, side, uh, how did it feel when you found out that you were going to be the next mayor of Paris in Tennessee? I distinctly remember taking a huge deep breath going, this just happened. Now, that is how it happens. The commission votes, mm -hmm. you know, and um, I was so pleased that I had the support of so many. Mm -hmm. And that was when I realized this is the way it's supposed to be. You know, and, and I believe that. Things happen yeah. because they're supposed to happen. Supposed to be. And um, I came out of my third retirement, so now I'm working on my fourth yeah. retirement. <laughs> That's kind of the deal. You keep retiring. I know. Well, now that y'all tell me what I got. Well, we'll see Kathy Ray. She got stuff to do. And then the next thing, you know, she shows up and she's doing another thing. Yeah. Well, I will and tell you. And then they retire. She's like, oh, Kathy Ray's going, no, she's back again. <laughs> she's back again. Yes. And uh, well, let me just say something about my husband, Larry who is my partner and soulmate in life. We've been together 48 years. Okay. Very nice. Good job, Larry. Yes, Charles good, good job, Larry. But I will tell you, after the third retirement, two months into that, he goes, you have got to find a job. So <laughs> I had rearranged his closet 15 times, and he's going there, what happened? I'm like, okay, well, I decided. <laughs> so, uh, but that, you know, I got on several boards and got very active as after my third retirement. Not going to work, but just you know, participating in different oh, things and helping, and, and uh, which is one of the things that led me to maybe I can add something to the city commission. Most definitely. Most so um, that was, but do I get to tell the story, tell about, story. about how I got approved to run for commission? Uh, I guess. You look at me like it has something to do with me. Oh, of course. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So Gail Griffith decided that he was not going to run again. Okay. This was the first idea that hit me. Dear friend, love and adore him. He hadn't been feeling well. I was checking on him. And the first thing he said, I said, how you doing? He goes, oh, terrible, terrible. I said, well, what's wrong? I mean, he really sounded terrible. And I'm thinking, uh-oh. And he goes, the city commission. And I went, well, I was in the meeting. I missed it. Was there a <laughs> meeting and I missed? I said, what happened? And he goes, I can't run again, Kathy. I'm so distraught, and he was. He'd been there a long time, and it's his life, you know. Yeah, he'd been, and yeah. He'd been there uh, 30, 32 30 years, years. Okay. but it may have been longer. I don't even know, but anyway, to make a long story short, I just, it's just something just touched me, and I said, Gail, well, what if I ran for your seat? And I'm thinking, Larry Ray's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. But, you know, I'm thinking, what did I just say? And he, he healed in front of me. Mm -hmm. He goes, will you? Will you do that? <laughs> I said, is it okay with you? Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, Kathy. Oh, Kathy, I would just love it if you would just do that. I said, can I get back with you tomorrow? <laughs> I got to break this to Larry Ray, so it's going to be mm -hmm. exciting. But that is how it wow. started. 
And oh, that yeah. began the road. And and the next thing I knew, people were coming up to me going, had a great conversation with Gail Griffith today. <laughs> and I'm like, oh dear, I haven't announced any of this. It's way too soon. To yeah, I always find this stuff out before I'm supposed <laughs> that's to. That's okay. And I don't know that I'm finding it out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. You know, he was just that excited about it. And cool. and I was excited. He was excited. And it just occurred to me, you know, I do have something to offer. Mm -hmm. and, and that's amazing because, you know, a lot of times people feel like they don't have anything to offer. The job is too big uh, for them. Uh, and I'm starting to feel a little cocky, you know, about Paris this year because I feel like we got somebody in leadership uh, who might be able to kind of get us to that next level. You know, uh, it seems like she don't mind volunteering to help out. I said because she's been retired three times, she keep coming back. Right. <laughs> so I'm she back. like she like doing yeah. uh, uh, what she done. It must be genuine, you know. Exactly. Uh, because well, for the last ten years, she's been in a position where it wasn't probably wasn't a paid position. At, at downtown. Not originally when it became when we became a main street, they had to pay somebody because we had paid <laughs> directors. But it wasn't exactly like working in a bank. No. So it was more of a labor of love. You had to have a labor of passion, yes. I guess, really. And that is what it is every day. Yeah. And which is, uh, I, I appreciate that in anybody that volunteers in Paris, Because it is not worth In Henry County, I think it's very important to be a volunteer. To get be back an advocate. Be a volunteer. You know, get out there and mm -hmm. be involved. In get things. involved. You know, that's one of the things I always say to somebody who wants to talk about this issue or that issue. I'll listen and then I'll say, so what are you doing? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Get in there. Get involved. Uh, you want to make a difference? Make a difference. Mm -hmm. It takes a village. It does take a village. Yeah. And that's amazing. Because, you know, a lot of times me and Dan talk about how people try to fight to hold on to power so much for themselves. You know, so to have a, a leader uh, in the community come in and say, no, nah. and, you know, me, I pay attention to all those things. That's the third time she said it takes a village. Yeah. Right? Which means that that's how she believes people. You know, we don't have a leader there right now who's just going to look at one situation be concerned about one group of people if you listen to the words that she's saying she's saying it takes a village which means that she's acknowledging everyone in paris tennessee and henry county um i think we've been blessed yeah you have responsibility uh is there we got about a minute or less and do you, is there anything you would like to say about what you would what you, your plans are for if you having i mean i don't a little early on but is there anything you'd like to address I want people to get forward. involved and to love this community like I do Dan I'm the example I I bring a lot of young people into my area because my father instilled a legacy in me to listen to people who know what they're talking about learn and then teach others and I want the young people in this community to understand it, and I want them all to come here and live here and raise their families here, play here, and be proud of what they have accomplished. I think uh, I, I think that those are great goals. I don't, I guess they're lofty goals, but I think they're certainly certainly attainable. Mm -hmm. And especially under your leadership, I think we will uh, be, be uh, happy to see those things happen. And this is Slow School with Politics with Dan Jackson and James Perry.